Welcome to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show. I'm your host, Smooth, and with me is Sassy. I'm Sassy, and with me is... Where is Doug? So we are Douglas. Yeah, no squirrel today. So it's just me and Sassy, but we're going to get this thing rolling and still keep you entertained. Hopefully. So... This is the Drafty Show where we have the D, the R, the A, the F, the T, and the Y, and the Y is always for you. And if you have questions, comments, and concerns, you can call the Squirrel Line at 765-242-5978 or email us, draftyq at gmail.com. So we're going to kick things off with the D, as we always do, where we are pretty sure Doug's been kidnapped. We do not know where he is. He has been silent for days we're, we're starting to worry we're gonna take this one bite at a time and try to figure it out um we don't know if the white elephant is the culprit and we know we promised to uh dismantle this elephant this week but we really want to wait for doug to be here plus we're just so concerned i'm i've been so concerned i haven't slept uh i can barely eat I, I've still been able to eat, but <laughs> <laughs> but the, I am upset. And there's I'm stuff upset. to eat too, so that's the worst part. I mean, literally, there's just freeze dried ice cream staring at me that's still on the table, and it just makes me miss Doug. <laughs> Doug, if you're out there and you hear this, please check in. I would say call the squirrel line, but you're in charge of it. Let us know you're all right. We're so worried. Send an email. Smoke signals. Anything. So, if you've seen Doug, call the squirrel line or email us. You know, we we just want to know that he's okay. And he completes our trio. Yes, he does. We can't do this forever well, no, as a duo. Not, not forever, but just for today. Just for today. And hopefully we find him by next week. I hope he's supposed to be here for a meeting tomorrow. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was the D. It was a little one. But that's okay. It was a micro D. It was a micro D. <laughs> we're going to move on to R. So, R this week, we're going to talk about relationships, but we're going to talk about it from Abby's perspective, because she's in a healthy relationship. Yeah. I mean, I would think I am. So, how long... Have you and Barry been together? We have been together, um, let's see, since 2010, uh, 2010, yeah. Okay. Uh, we met in January of 2010. We started dating in March of 2010. Um, we got married in 2016, so we dated for six years, which is... Kind what? of a long yeah, time. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Especially nowadays. People just run off and get married within the first year. Right, yeah. Um. So, yeah, we've, you know, been married for almost seven years. That seems great. Seven? Am I doing I mean, that math right? I was there. 2016. So, seven years. In September, seven years. So, wow. you know, there's always, I mean, it's mainly... Good, great, perfect. Maybe not perfect, but yeah, it's, it works. It's, it's really good. And uh, of course, you always have your, your hard times, your ups and downs. But yeah, so some relationship struggles always happen. Um, just, but I mean, you guys lived together a little bit before you were married anyway, right? Yeah. So we, um, we pretty much lived together like from the very beginning. I mean, he, we didn't technically live together. He stayed at my apartment a lot mm -hmm. um, when I was in college. And then uh, my my senior year of college, we uh, he lived at my apartment. And then um, I moved home. He moved to Frankfurt. And then uh, we got a house not too, not too long after. 2014, we got a house. So... Yeah, because I remember he had an apartment for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he kind of, um, yeah, he had an apartment, but he was never there. He just had it to say he had somewhere to live, I you know, you. Yeah, because my family is, 
was very uh, old school and you don't live. Yeah. But I think that kind of, that's, that's not really the norm anymore. No, it's not. Um, and so that kind of faded out with it being a big deal. Um, so yeah, we ended up buying a house in 14 and then got married in 16. So we've, we've lived together pretty much our whole relationship. So has he always just taken up residency in the basement? Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's like his favorite area. I know, because he at one point lived at my mom's and had a bed in the basement. He never actually slept on it. He usually slept upstairs somewhere, but... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he loves he loves uh dark, cold, grungy places. <laughs> 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 he doesn't love the light of day. Yeah, I think he only went upstairs to, like, eat. Because every time I'd go over there, we were always in the basement hanging out. Yeah, yeah, that's his favorite place. And there's a bathroom down there, so really all he has to do is go up to eat. Yeah, it's pretty much an apartment down there. It is. So Yeah, it's his apartment. So we still uh, reside in the same area, but we have, we live in two separate areas. Well, you got so many levels. In your house. We do. So. We have four. Four livable levels. All right. And then, so like, and your sister lives with you too. She does. Does she take over the top of it? So there's two uh, bedrooms in the attic, and she lives in one. Her school crap is currently in the other one. She's got stuff in the guest bedroom. She's got stuff... All over my house, <laughs> including the girl. I mean, she's taken over. Okay, so when you first got the house, I remember Barry took me over there, and there was like a chalkboard wall in yeah. one of the top bedrooms, and mm-hmm. like, didn't your sister pretty much claim it then? Yeah. She had her oh. name written on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She would take her friends up there, and they wrote all over it, and oh, yeah, she's... She's claimed the whole house since we've bought it. Are you kidding? <laughs> That's been her house for a long time. Not since just moving home from college. But it works. Like it's like a it's like a housing situation that works though cuz you get to hang out with your sister and then you got Barry there when he's awake. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's fine. I mean there's some days where I just want to tell her to get the fuck out. But um yeah. And, you know, Barry and I aren't by ourselves that often, so that's kind of annoying, but it works. It's fine. And it is nice now that he's on nights that I have a companion because I don't like being alone, so. You got Axel. Okay, well, I can't, he can't talk back to me. And he doesn't like thunderstorms. (laughs) Exactly. And he's not much of a guard dog. Does he still have his thunder blanket? He has a he has a thunder shirt thing, but it doesn't it doesn't do anything. Oh. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> it just makes him look cute. <laughs> but I don't think it helps with the thunder at all. Okay, so with marriage and all that stuff, like kids, is that like never a thing that like entered or like just something that you just guys don't plan on or don't want to talk about or Um, we've had multiple conversations about it and there's just no like neither of us really have that burning desire to be a parent. Um, we're both very into our own time and freedom and just doing whatever we want whenever we want. Um just like being able to go on vacation whenever and not necessarily have to worry about who's watching this child. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, with my sister being nine years younger than me, um, I pretty much helped raise her. So, and she still lives with me. <laughs> so I feel like I've done my parenting since I was nine years old. You know what I mean? Okay. So I just don't like, I don't know. I don't have the desire. He could care less. Um, we're both just, we like our own time. I think that's good, though. And and, and we're not going to just have a child because that's what you do. You get married and have children. Yeah, but social norms are 
they're not they're not what they they are now like what was like popular like 40 50 years ago or whatever you know it's like oh we're gonna get married make get a house have careers you know and then have right. a kid and like that's not necessarily what people do now people yeah. start lives over at 40 now yeah and i feel like um i feel like that's like with my age a lot of people aren't having kids and i don't know i don't know if they you know i'm only 32 so i don't know if they're just maybe waiting even still but a lot of like people my age and like my friends don't have children and they don't want to so i don't know i don't know if that's like a i don't know yeah so one of the things i've noticed is like i have i have a daughter i became a father at like 25 and then uh you know doug's got two kids I don't know when he became a father. Well, I did math. I would say relatively around the same time Mm -hmm. um, or the same age as me. And uh, like, you know, we're both single and we have to do the like single parent thing with like shared. And uh, like most of my married friends don't have kids. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. I know. But it works. Yeah. But like I see how much free time like you and Barry have or like Russell and Cassie have and I'm just like I kind of get jealous because like if I want to go do things, I have to plan ahead. Sure. Cuz I don't have anyone to watch the kids. Yeah, which you would never you would never trade your life, you know, without her, but it is different. I mean Yeah, it is different. No, I wouldn't trade anything because like there's I mean, I we just do things usually like because she's not of an age that it doesn't necessarily like affect everything. Like she's sure. she's old enough to be able to like hang around still, but I mean yeah. she's a teenager, so she's mostly like a room dweller anyway. <laughs> yeah. She she's like Barry. She comes out to eat and that's about it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um but yeah, like social constructs don't necessarily need to be like a thing nowadays because you can do pretty much whatever you want. So, like, as far as, uh, okay, so as far as, like, you know, like, you did your parenting with your sister and stuff like that, so you kind of feel like you're parented out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what what are, like, future goals, then, just just to, like, do what you can, like, live the best life possible, take vacations when you can? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I am a, a very firm believer in work hard, play hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I work like a dog, like as much as I can, but I also do and experience whatever I want. So like you mentioned, I go on trips all the time. I'm, I just went to New York this last weekend, July, I'm going to Texas, August, I'm going to New York again. Like, but I work like crazy. So, you know, those kinds of things I don't know. We've we've talked about it and we just never want we both kind of grew up where we were um didn't always have everything we wanted or couldn't always do you know what our like with what my friends were doing um because a lot of my friends were raised by both parents and um you know so there was a lot of things for me growing up where I felt like um, I wasn't up with the Joneses. Yeah. Um, so to speak. Um, now, with that being said, I never, I never went without my my mom worked like a dog as well. I never felt like uh, beneath any of my friends. Does that yeah. make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. Um, and my grandparents helped us a lot too. So. I'm not like dogging on the way I was raised. It was just different from, um, you know, some of my, the, some of the things that my friends got and experienced Barry, same kind of deal. You know, he was, he was raised with less than as well. And so as adults, we both work good jobs and we don't limit ourselves. If we want something, we get it. If we want to do something, we do it. And that's just 
kind of how we live and that's how we want it. So you pretty much got your work ethic from your mom then? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had more than... When I was growing up, my mom had three jobs. Mm-hmm. Three. She was a single mom of three. Um, now she got child support, but she we did not have any form of... Um, uh, we never once stayed with our dad. What's that called? Custody. Yeah. Custody. Okay. Uh, we had no custody thing with our dad, so my we us three were my mom's responsibility 24 7 wow yeah since my sister was six months old so and my mom worked three jobs for us so i mean she was the best influence you know yeah absolutely um and i've had more than one job since i was 15 years old so i don't know anything but work okay yeah all right i mean that's awesome, though. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't... Of course, it was like some of my childhood was sad and and whatever, but I wouldn't change... I wouldn't change how I was raised for anything because I feel like it was like the biggest motivator for me to work hard and, you know, do the best I could and get where I am today where I where I don't feel like I'm struggling and I don't feel like... I go without because I work for it and I'm going to get it if I want it, you know? So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, similar situation. Like I just watched my grandpa work his ass off. Yeah. It just to support, like he worked holidays. I don't remember a lot of him being like at the house. Cause I live with my grandmother, a majority of my life. And, mm-hmm. uh, like he just, yeah, that's all he did was work. So that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Like once Sophie was born, I was like, I just got to work. Yeah. That's all I need to do. And that's all I continue to do. Yeah. You yeah. know, I have the other job and then this. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I got to spend a lot of time with the other one sometimes. But Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, all right. All right. I understand. Right. <laughs> and And like, just goes to show like, you know, relationships work. I mean, as long as you have a partner that has the same like agreements that you have on different things and you guys can like you know build off of that Mm -hmm. which is what you and barry do and i think it's awesome well and i think like one of the um one of the other things i feel like um just kind of sets our relationship apart um him and i are not afraid to have hard conversations where I feel like a lot of people, they hold things back or they don't tell each other exactly what they, what they think, what they want to say. Um, and I'm, that's just from hearing, uh, you know, people's relationships mm-hmm. and how they handle things. Whereas him and I, like we are, we are brutal with each other sometimes but we but we want it that way yeah and there's no secrets um where i feel like some people they kind of push things to the wayside because they don't want to have that hard conversation or they don't they don't want to you know cause any ruffles oh yeah i've been in that which I mean, I guess if if that works for a relationship, then that works. But I feel like our relationship is like so good because we there is no secrets or animosity or feeling like we're hiding something or anything like that. And I I mean, that's obviously not everything that makes a good relationship, but I I think it definitely a big thing okay so no i mean that i mean it it's good to get everything out there yeah and be able to like communicate clearly and like then you don't have any like feelings of like animosity towards one another so that's good Mm -hmm. all right so that's why like when you guys with like your dating things that's why i'm like just say it just say it because what's the point of holding it back because if that you're saying point. if you're saying it straight up and that's not um 
you know, that's that that makes causes issues, then you know right then. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, usually you can tell within like the first like 10 minutes of the date whether or not it's going to go well. Well, and I feel like at the at the at the beginning of a relationship, you need to be you can't pretend to be someone else. That's true. So if if you're straight up and they're like, "Okay, cool." Then that's a good foundation. But if you're tiptoeing around or walking on eggshells or just telling them what they want to hear or just, you know, pretending to their face that this issue's okay, that issue's is okay. What I mean, what's 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 how does that help? Oh, it doesn't. So <laughs> it doesn't at all. There's yeah. been some terrible experiences. Yeah. Especially for Doug. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully he's not kidding. I hope he's okay. Yeah. God, I'm I'm worried sick. Me too. But we're gonna move on. To Not you. from Doug, though. <laughs> Bye, Doug. No, <laughs> no, we're not moving on from Doug. We're gonna move on to letter A. All right. Which we kind of touched on a little bit uh, with you saying you took your uh, your New York trip. So Abby's big apple adventure there. Yes. Okay. So, what was the purpose of going to New York? So my sister-in-law has never been to New York. She's wanted to go forever. Um, Allie and I have gone multiple times. Um, so she's been asking for years for us to like take her to New York, show mm-hmm. her the ropes, whatever. Um, and so it gets brought up often. And it just kind of fell into place um, this time for it all to kind of work with our schedules and everything else. Um, so we didn't really have a purpose besides just the fact that my sister-in-law has been wanting to go for a long time. So you went and did some touristy stuff? Oh, yes. So, um, let's see. Well, first of all, we drove. We drove. Mm-hmm. To New York? Yeah. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Oh. And that is a valid look. So we drove, we stayed in New Jersey mm-hmm. and then commuted from our hotel into the uh into Manhattan. It's only about 6 miles. Okay. So, um which if you're going to drive you there's no way you can stay in New York City. There's nowhere to park. Right. Or you're going to pay out the butt to park. Um and for who wants to drive in that traffic? Not me. No. So, um which it was fine. I mean the the transportation back and forth it kind of racked up. Uh just it's not cheap to mm-hmm. like Uber and stuff. And we aren't knowledgeable enough to do the subway or train or whatever. So, um, so yeah, we drive there, um, go see Broadway show wicked mm-hmm. the first night, which if you're going to go to New York, always suggest going to Broadway unless you're just like anti musical, anti theater, whatever. I mean, that's my, that's, our Which, favorite part. I know you aren't, and I know Barry isn't either. Like, he loves musicals, so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, last time Barry and I went, we saw two things while we were there. So, um, if you like musicals, if you like theater, Broadway, always. Um, and then Broadway's right by Times Square, so we did the Times Square thing. Um, and you can't really describe Times Square. It's a tight little... Vegas, basically, mm-hmm. in a tiny little strip. Um, there's people everywhere. It stinks. It there's, stinks. It's it stinks like trash, mm. urine, mm. food. Okay. Uh, and marijuana, <laughs> all mixed in one. That's times. That's New York in general, but Times Square primarily. Um, which. I mean, I love Times Square. There's screens everywhere. It's bright. There's shopping, whatever, food. Um, and then we did uh, a ferry to Ellis, uh, by Ellis Island and Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And you can't go to that island still, right? You can get off at Statue of Liberty. Oh, you can? Okay. Um, we didn't this time, but I have before, um, which is cool. 
And then, you know, you see the Brooklyn Bridge, the Manhattan Bridge. Um, we did the Stock Exchange, Wall Street. Oh, okay. So you uh, went New by York Wall Stock Street. Exchange. Um, the Raging Bull or something. I don't even know the what that is. Bull symbol um, at Wall Street. I think it's called. Oh, you mean that like Raging bull, bull statue? Yeah, Raging Bull, Fighting Bull. Are you supposed to rub its nuts? I did. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I grabbed those big babies. They're gold, too. You got to rub the nuts at there, and then you got to, you know, rub the bean at Chicago. Ew, yeah. That's what they say. Oh, Charging Bull. It's called Charging Bull. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in the financial district. Um, So, yeah. Grabbed the bull's nuts. Mm-hmm. Both of them. I need to do I this. I sat under them, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, from there, we went to the uh, 9-11 Memorial okay. uh, Fountain. So there's uh, two big fountains right where the World Trade Center sat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really pretty, but it's, it's kind of eerie. Uh, you know, you're in this huge city with tons of people and quiet in that area. i mean it's it's pretty eerie and like you there you can just like if it just like there's a feeling at those fountains i don't know i can't explain it it's 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 like somber i, don't I was know. in high school when all that happened yeah yeah i was fifth grade so that's yeah it's still very uh i don't know it's still very surreal yeah and when you go there it's just like it's like it's emotional mm-hmm you know, um, so we didn't do the museum, but we, we saw the fountains and then, uh, let's see, what other, uh, things did we do? We saw, uh, Empire State Building, uh, we did a nighttime top of the rock, top of the Rockefeller Center, Mm -hmm. um, like Skyline View, um, Radio City, I mean, we, (laughs) we were there for two days in Cramden. A lot of stuff. We did a nighttime um, double-decker, top-of-the-deck bus tour, which was really cool. Um, went over to Brooklyn through that. Learned some history. Oh. Um, did a little shopping. Ate a lot of food. Mm-hmm. We went to this really, really good steakhouse called Gallagher's. Oh, yeah. i seen the pictures. And, uh, yeah. So they like have this big like cooler... I assume it's a cooler room. I don't know. I, I would dry assume they aging, keep, so yeah. Yeah, dry I mean, and there is meat everywhere. It's kind of gross, to be honest. Like, I couldn't really look at it because some of the meat looked foul. Well, but they cut all that off. Sure. For the dry aging part. Yeah. But it was still kind of gross. Okay. It was cool, but it was gross. Um, And the meal was really, really, really good. Was it really, really expensive? It was was expensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, yes and no. It was average. Okay. Um, Ten ounce filet was $58. All right. So, yes, it's expensive, but for a steakhouse like that, I think that's actually pretty good. Um, And then they have, like, just big shareable sides. So, I had, like, the best mac and cheese i've ever had from it there. looked really good on that I picture i know it was it was good um so that was like our big like you know fancy meal mm-hmm. um was there like require like uh dress requirements <laughs> yes uh there was uh basically it said casual or uh like uh formal casual and like dress or whatever, what suit jackets? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like no shorts. But Allie and my sister-in-law had um dresses on, just like sundresses. Mm-hmm. And I was in um like some. I I wasn't in like leggings or anything or mm-hmm. holy jeans. So, um, it was fine. And we just got poured on. It started raining. Um, so we were poured on. We looked like wet cats walking in there, but <laughs> they didn't say anything. And once we got in there, we're like, okay, yeah, we don't look that bad compared to some of the people that I think they just put like the dress code as a suggestion. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that they'd actually turn people away, but 
We're gonna have to send Doug to New York to find out. Yeah, have yeah. Him dress up in some holy jeans. Make him look homeless. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he's not homeless in New York right now. But if you <gasps> are, Doug, go to Gallagher's Steakhouse. <laughs> Lost in New York. Yes. Like Kevin McAllister. Yes. So, yeah. all right. So, you did send a picture where you went to the the diner that was centered around uh, Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Tom's restaurant, or is yeah. that what it was? So, which I've never seen Seinfeld, so I don't know anything about it. Oh I know. God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, my sister in law is a Seinfeld gal. Um, and so that was one of the places she wanted to go. So, uh, Tom's restaurant, which I guess um, that's like the restaurant that they go to in Seinfeld. Yeah, they go to the diner all the time. So, they, the outside of it is it but it's not filmed inside that restaurant yeah it's not set up the same yeah so we went to breakfast there and when i tell you that breakfast bagel sandwich was i can't stop thinking about it mm-hmm. i want it so bad it's, I, I it's could the water they say it's the water that's what makes new york bagels the bagel was good the, I don't know. The sausage was so good. I don't know what it was. It was like a like a big fat sausage link mm-hmm. that they like, almost like like the size of like a smoked sausage, and then they like cut it in half mm-hmm. and grilled it. Oh, chef's kiss! It was so good. <laughs> I cannot stop thinking about it. Um. So yeah, it was really good in there. Teeny tiny. Yeah. It looks like a just a mom and pop diner. I mean, I loved it. Like if I lived in that area, that would be How would, busy were they? We got right in. Um there was never like a wait. It's it is in a college area, so it's right by Columbia. Okay. So it surprised me that it wasn't busier, but you know, they I, it's probably one of those things like once you go yeah, or if you're touristy, that's where you go. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's probably other places that the college kids go to. Right. Some other like hole that's, in the wall. Right, that's like not their first pick or whatever. But um, yeah, it was good. So if you ever have a chance, I suggest it. Sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. It okay. was to die for. All right, so let's bring it around to like you brought stuff i did yeah so there's a huge um crispy cream right in times square um like you can walk they had like a walk-up counter and you can get a hot donut mm-hmm. um but they also have it's a it's called big apple big apple donut and um i don't know what's inside there's something i'm pretty sure oh but so it's a round donut with like this shiny red. It's like a glaze. Almost, yeah, it's or is like, it like a candy apple. It, 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 yes, that's oh, that's see. the consistency I'm yes. thinking it is. Okay. So it's like candy apple on top. They've got like a little, um, I don't even know what that is. Like a leaf. Yeah. Oh, oh I think okay. it's like a chocolate leaf, and then, and like then a pretzel, a pretzel okay, as for the, the stem. stem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna. Oh, there is something inside. So we're going to try it. All right. Okay. So um, I'm going to go ahead and make this the clip art, the picture that you sent for the show. Oh, okay. So good. Yeah. Because it's will be destroyed able to see this now. Donut. Yeah. Oh. And I will tell you, we, I got it on Thursday night. So if it's not the freshest, I apologize. But this baby came in a green box that says Times Square. With Krispy Kreme and Times Square and gold letters, and this stupid donut, this one single donut was eleven dollars. Don't ask me why. Well, it's a nine dollar box. But I had to get it for us. Okay. All right. Let's give it a whirl. All right. It's it's feeling. Yeah, it's not too hard. No, it's not. To be honest. All right. right. We got to get a bite. Um, I'm wondering if in it is like cream cheesy. Smells know. like a donut. It right. might be cream cheese. It kind of has that smell of it. Like New York cheesecake. All right. Here All right. We go. Let's give it a whirl. Oh, no. I stuck to the top of my mouth. You? It's so good. Your weekly ASMR. <laughs> is, that, is that the acronym? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what ASMR stands for. 
sound? Something. Acoustic. All Maybe. right, so like the candy apple part, super sticky. Uh-huh. But like, I think it's just like a cream filling. I don't know, but it's good. Just like a regular like white cream filling in it. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. It's super good. Okay, we're going to eat the rest of that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Also, All right, so Big Apple Donut from New York. Uh-huh, from Times Square. I was going to eat it and leave a voicemail for y'all. But then I thought, that is so rude of me to not share it. All right, so, so it's only, I mean, it's only like, what, a three or four day old donut? It's not bad. Yeah. You know what? I can't believe I'm going to tell you this, because you're going to be so upset with me. Oh, no. So I was going to bring something else. Okay. You know, we've been trying to find those seasonal ones. Seasonal donuts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I don't even know the flavors. Oh, I don't We've talked about them were, a couple yeah. times, like, outside of the podcast uh-huh. um, to try on the podcast, but we can't find them anywhere. Now, I didn't go in. I did the walk up, but inside there was a picture with those donuts. And Saturday night... I was going to go back and get them after we did the double-decker to mm-hmm. bring in. Um, but we ended up, the double-decker took an hour longer. Then we had to go eat something. It was 1 a.m. after we got done eating, and we were ready to get the F out of there. Yeah, so, no, it's fine. But I was going to. I'm going to find these donuts. There's got to be a way. New York City, I think. I literally am covered in this candy apple stuff. Okay. All right. All right. The next thing I have is a black and white cookie. I'm super excited about this. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. Um, And so I got this from Carlo's Bakery, which I don't know if you know uh, Carlo's Bakery. Cake Boss. Yeah. Okay. Buddy. Yeah. Buddy the Boss. Yeah. Um, Which his um, original bakery um, started in Hoboken, or his father, his grandfather even. Started in Hoboken, New Jersey, um, and now he's got, like, pop-ups all over the place. But, um, so, yeah, the black and white cookie, which you said you know. Well, according to Seinfeld, because I'm a Seinfeld aficionado, um, Jerry said the black and white cookie, um, like, it relieves all racial tension everywhere because it you just, it's, it's chocolate, it's vanilla, like, it's, it would change the world. It would make the world a better place, according to him. And if you don't know what it looks like, it's just a round cookie. It's kind of, uh, it's actually the base is um, more like cake-like. It's kind of domed. So not like a sugar cookie. Right. Um, okay. And then it's split down the middle. One side's white, one side's black. Um, and yeah, uh, it, it did originate in New York. I haven't tried it, so we're going to give it a whirl. I feel like... It looks like pound cake at the bottom. To do damn this near. properly, you need to like. You have to eat both pieces. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna go straight down the middle. All right. That's what I'm gonna do too. All right. Kind of like I did the donut. All right. It is super cake like. Mm-hmm. Milk required. And it's definitely super chocolatey. Now maybe I just got more. Maybe the chocolate just stands out the most. But mm-hmm. yeah. I mean. It's okay. I like it. You do. Mm-hmm. You can have the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> so. So yeah, I have never had one. So the Seinfeld fan of me right now, so happy. Should have ate one of those in Tom's restaurant. I screwed up. No, you didn't screw up. How'd you screw up? Because you didn't eat one in Tom's. Re- no, mm-hmm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. No, because he eats it in the bakery. Oh, okay, perfect. Because he's waiting for he's waiting for Elaine to get a certain kind of cake. And then they didn't have the flavor that they that she wanted. Someone bought the last one that was going to the same like party that they were going to. So they had to get a cinnamon cake, and she was real upset about getting the cinnamon one. And there was like it was a whole thing, but the whole time he's just enjoying this cookie. Other people are eating black and white cookies, and he's like in like some kind of brotherhood with the people that are eating those cookies. <laughs> it's a whole thing, and it was great. The more I eat of it, I I kind of like it. I like the um. 
like the consistency of this icing. It's, it's kind of like I it's don't a know. thick icing. Yeah, I like. I kind of like it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get down to, on the rest of this after this is well, over. I finished it up. I won't make any of you guys listen to me eat that. It's super okay. good. <laughs> and the last thing I have is M and M's from M M&M and M World. So I have. Uh, have you ever been to an M M&M and M World? They've got them. Nope, you've brought back M and M's before. I have, but y'all didn't eat them. The drafty M and M's. Yeah. Some of them got the bag got ate. We had okay, like that. Okay, you guys saved some. We had the plastic container. I don't know where they're at. Ugh. Russell's got them somewhere put up. Yeah. So at M M&M and M World, you can um, customize M and M's. You can get pictures. You can get words. You can get whatever you want. Pick your color. Um, and so one time Barry and I went and we got drafty colors, green and brown yep. and got drafty quarters put on them. Yeah. They were awesome. Um, anyway, so I have a theory that different colored M&Ms from M&M world taste better than just your straight up OG colors, red, blue, green, yellow, brown. But if we had... A pack I, of like regular M and M's. Well, you know, I didn't. Compare. I didn't think that far. It's ahead. okay. That's what. That's what we depend on our friend for. Oh yeah. We our empty you, chair over there. So we're gonna try these. So I have a big bag that cost me thirty two dollars worth. Of oh my M&Ms. gosh. Yeah. So it's gray, black, lavender, like a sky blue, turquoise. Mustard yellow, hot pink, light pink, and cream colored. So, was it just one of those things where they like have the thing and you just take the bag and fill it up? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge wall just lined with M&Ms. So, regular of all colors, peanut of all colors. And then they've got like specialty ones. So, like... The caramel filled, the <clears throat> peanut butter filled, like, you know, um, all those. Then they've got a couple that are, that you can technically or whatever only get there, but I feel like, a, like, key lime pie was one of them. I don't know. I've never seen that in stores. I love key lime pie. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's all right. I'll, I'll, I'm going back in August. I'll get you some. That'd be awesome. We can talk about that. Yeah. Um. Anyways. But I love to go get M&M's because I feel like I never, ever eat M&M's. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not something. Maybe peanut M&M's. But I'm not going to just go grab a bag of regular M&M's. I don't so know. It's not my thing. You only eat M&M's from New York, then. That's what I, I'm hearing. M&M World. Okay. Like, when I'm in Vegas, I'll get um, New York. Okay. So, we're going to try them. Because right. I, I I just, they, they're just different to me. And I think it's because they're pretty. <laughs> You're you not can gonna, taste the prettiness in not, these M&M's. That's what it is. You're not going to catch me getting a color I can get out of a bag here. Okay? So I'll give you a nice little dollop yeah. and you... All right. Okay. Oh, sorry. You got oh, no, one. No, I got quickly. a teal one. Yep. Are you separating them? Yeah. So I want to see if the colors taste different. You think the colors different. taste different? Yeah. Because I got like I got some light pink, some like darker pink. Mustard yellow, and then like a cream colored one, and a teal one. I want to try this teal one. Okay, everybody ready? Go for different, right? I mean, they taste like M and M's to me. Whatever, you know what? I love them from the M and M store. I mean, they are different. They're different. I think they're fresh, fresher. So I'm getting a fresher M and M. Rather than something that's maybe had been sitting in an MRE pack forever. Exactly. Straight from the tube at the M&M store. Okay. Because they do put M&Ms in MREs. And those things are like shelf stable for years. There you go. So. And these are probably in and out, in and out. Okay, these pink ones actually do taste different. I told you. All right. You might be onto something. Something about. They're different. <laughs> All right. Doug wouldn't have been okay with this because he's off sugar right now. We miss you. But I guess it was perfect timing for you to get kidnapped because I brought in nothing but sugar. 
Okay. Do you want some more? No. Okay. I don't want to eat too much sugar, but these pink the pink ones do taste better. <laughs> I don't know you. why. I told you. They're the freshest of the fresh. <laughs> now, would I lie to you? No. I almost got Barry just a big bag of black ones. Oh, he'd have been so happy. I know. He would have been, but he would have been annoyed. He'd been like, "Why did you get me these? You, I, you could have just got me a bag of M and M's at the grocery store or a gas station." Do I sound like Barry? <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not animated. The laugh like. part may be there because uh, <laughs> he's kind of got that one laugh where he starts to chuckle. Oh boy. Okay. So that was a. A. We had treats. We talked about the Big Apple. And now we're going to move on to a game that I have no clue about. Okay. F is for fangs. And with fangs, we are going to talk about sharks. Is it Shark Week? Um, no. It might be Shark Week for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That... Somehow Doug and I had E at, uh, we were connecting mm-hmm. from from fa- afar. Okay. Doug's always in tune. Yes, he is. All right. So we're going to do some questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. How fast can sharks travel? Like we're talking like nautical Speed. miles. Speed. 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 Well, I mean, what's it measured in? Like miles per hour? Or yeah, not? miles per hour. Okay, um, ninety miles an hour. Um, uh, not not that much. No, up to forty miles an hour. I thought a shark could just, uh, really which move. is about the same speed, if not more, than a lion or tiger can run. Okay. So, if you're scared, if you're scared of getting chased by a lion, stay out of the ocean. Okay. Okay. Uh, which of these is not a species of shark? Cookie cutter shark? Millward shark? Wabagong shark? I know Doug. He makes up words. <laughs> but I feel like cookie cutter shark might actually be a thing. Okay. What's Wabagong your final shark? answer? Uh, Millward. Millward. Millward shark. As crazy as the other ones are, the cookie cutter shark and the wabagong, which it's very possible I'm pronouncing that wrong, um, are real. Okay. Wab- uh, wabagong sharks are about eight feet long. Cookie cutter sharks are normally only about two feet long. So they're little fun sharks. So they're the sharks that they like model cookies and like gummies after, I think. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. typical like shark look. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, how many species of sharks are there? Oh. Oh, my God. Uh, how many species in name them all? No, I can't name them all. Okay, I'm going to say 43. Over 350. I mean, I was close. You were extremely far away. I was way far away. Um, some examples are going to be the ones that you already know. You know, hammerhead, tiger, great white, leopard, and an angel shark. Okay. Okay. Um, great white sharks, they can eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but about how much can great white sharks eat? Like pounds? Uh, uh, t- tons, yeah. Oh, God. Four pounds. Right. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do it in pounds now. Yeah, I would like to. Do- <laughs> uh, I would like you to do it in pounds. I would like you to convert it. I'm gonna say a great white shark can eat, and this is like on an average day. Um, I have it per year. Per year. Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Forty. Um. No. Probably way off. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. No way off. Um, around eleven tons per year. So the average human eats close to half a ton per year. Um, and shark, uh, great white, eleven tons per year. So, so about twenty times, twenty times 
as much as we do. I'm, I was thinking of a megalodon. That's my excuse. <laughs> okay. Which, um, if if we're talking about me, then it's probably more like uh, two times the amount, not twenty. So okay, you know, you think so? I eat close to a great white. Um, Doubtful. Uh, anybody that listens to this podcast since I've been on it probably thinks that because. I don't stop eating. Okay. You just you just wait for the treats of the podcast. That's right. I wait all day for it. Um, are sharks hatched from eggs or are they birthed live? You're birthed live. Trick question, my friend, because oh, both. No. Some sharks, like the great white, are born live. Other sharks, like horn sharks, are hatched from eggs, which I think is interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, great white sharks are about how long when they are born. Oh my god! I know these are eight feet. Close, close. Uh, five feet. Okay. Great white sharks can sometimes be born with up to twelve siblings. Whoa! They are on their own from the beginning too. So, um, they would be easy prey. Okay. Um, what is a shark's skeleton made of? You should know this. This is, this is a common knowledge about sharks. Cartilage? Yes. Okay. Great job. Um, a shark has a, oh boy, a cartilage, cartilage like skeleton i'm not i'm not gonna try to read the real word okay uh cartilage like skeleton so the shark stays light and uses less energy okay uh which u.s state averages the most shark attacks per year florida correct uh california is a close second however there are normally less than 30 tax attacks in the u.s every year which that sounds like more than I would have would want. Oh, it's because Florida man lives in Florida. You know, because he's always fucking with sharks. Yeah. Okay. We'll just say it's it's that person. Uh, yeah. What are baby sharks called? Do 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 do. Baby shark do Uh Pups. They're pups. Yeah. Oh. Some species of baby sharks are up to five feet in length when they're born, aka great white. Uh, what is a great white shark's favorite meal? Other sharks. Seals. I thought that was killer whales. It could be killer whales, too. Okay. Uh, great whites rarely attack humans. When they do, they do not often eat them. Humans. Huh. Yeah. Their favorite meal is seals. Seal babies are also pups. Are they? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Uh, what is the only shark species that can tolerate Arctic temperatures? Arctic sharks. Oh, wow. You were really thought about that one. The Greenland shark. <laughs> Greenland is actually full of ice and Iceland is full of grassy plains, which is opposite of what you think. Yeah. The Greenland shark is equipped with special shark skin that allows it to withstand the sub-zero temperatures of the Arctic. What is the term for when a shark jumps out of the water? Fucking Jaws. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Jaws is here. Sharknado. <laughs> yeah. Breaching. <laughs> oh, God. Breaching? I'm, I don't really want to read this next part. Behold a majestic sight when a shark jumps out of the water called a breach to catch its meal. Sharks can jump as high as 10 feet out of the water. Jesus, I'll never be Behold safe. Behold a majestic sight. I don't know about majestic. It's <laughs> terrifying. Freaking jaws. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> Some sharks have glowing green skin. What is the name for this ability? Uh, nuclear? Uh, biofluorescent. Uh, uh, swell sharks have biofluorescent properties, giving them green glowing skin in the dark. So, if you're out swimming... In the ocean, and it's dark, you better hope a swell shark is around, if any kind, so you can see it. Yeah. Why do dentists hate sharks? Because all them teeth. (laughs) 
Yeah, I would think that too. Uh, Their teeth are immune to cavities made with protective fluoride coating. Sharks do not need to pay a visit to the dentist. (laughs) Jeez. Oh. Oh. (laughs) That was a good one. Okay. Okay. What? Okay. Now these are just uh, stupid. Okay. Uh, What do sharks and Ben Franklin's kite have in common? They can withstand electricity. They can detect electricity. Okay. How do you're so brilliant? Sharks wow. have electroreceptor organs called ampulla of Lorenzini, and they use this to detect electromagnetic fields that all living creatures emit. Okay. Yeah. Why do magicians love sharks? Oh my God, these are Doug questions for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have before no idea. he before he got taken before he got Doug napped. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because they can be hypnotized. Technically, sharks can undergo what's called tonic immobility or a natural state of paralysis. Researchers can, researchers can induce this state in a shark by either flipping the animal onto its belly or rubbing its snout, depending on which species it is. That doesn't sound like anything I'd want to do with a shark. Yeah, no. All right. Last one. last one and this one is this one's good okay do you know why sharks don't like fast food because they gotta chase after it (laughs) because they can't catch it Uh Ah! Uh got him hilarious okay now we are all very knowledgeable yeah i know about sharks now i feel like I learned a lot. Truly. Huh. I feel like I did learn some stuff. It's okay. The only shark I like is a land shark. I don't like any shark. No, land shark. It's What's a beer. La- what? Oh. It's delicious. Don't, don't try to pull over then, things th- that I don't understand. Then you put like lime tequila in there made from uh, the Jimmy Buffett, not a sponsor, Margaritaville. Mm. You put it in your land shark and it's a loaded land shark. Oh, loaded. It's so good. Loaded. Okay. All right. That was the F. And now we're on to the T. And T are top movie franchises that we're going to discuss that we think Doug should watch with us as our next foray into movies. Because we've ended the Fast and the Furious series. And, you know, Doug still, that's his favorite movie, was the last one he saw. And we don't have to worry about another one for a couple of years. So. (laughs) So hang tight. Yeah. For several years. Keep listening. We were discussing this pre the recording, and you know the Harry Potter movies keep coming up, and Doug's never seen them. And I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so I'm all for this. And I feel like his betrothal depends on us watching these Harry Potter movies. I I agree because if he's not into Harry Potter, he's not gonna he's not gonna get Barry as his brother in law. So I feel like that's the next logical step is to break out our wands. And watch the Harry Potter movies. I think we should, yeah, like do it the same way, like the fat, like one each week. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna surprise Doug, and when he comes on the show next week, if we can find him, because <laughs> I'm assuming he'll, you know, come Surface. back somewhere. Then uh, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna discuss it with him, and then that's probably the next step that we'll take the following week. So we're gonna discuss it. For next week, and then the following. If I can get him to watch it, then we can do that. Well, he better, because he's getting outvoted two to one. All right, so, sorry, Doug, it's official. We're going to do the Harry Potter franchise. So, let us know if you would like to listen to us talk about Harry Potter. Also, uh, if you have other suggestions for movie franchise ideas, uh, you can call the Squirrel Line at 765-242-5978. Or email the show, draftyq at gmail.com. All right. All right. So now we are at the end. And uh, I know it wasn't as long of a show this week, but we're going to make up for it with a voicemail. Because I have a voicemail from Mikey G. So are you ready for this? Ready. All right. So here's Mikey G who listened to the show last week, and he's, he's got burning questions. <laughs> Hey, Sassy, uh, Squirrel, 
smooth. Uh, listen, I listened to your show last week. It's Mikey G. Uh, and Russell was on there, and uh, he had mentioned something about side rule A, you know, releasing the Kraken, uh, the chamber, uh, unloading the weapon, you know, um, and that it clears your mind and, it less, you know, you're less likely to worry about things. And I would like to, first of all, say uh, it is true. Um, I have been unloading my chamber uh, seven, eight times a day now for a week. Um, I, I am a lot less worried about things. Uh, the problem is I'm so drained. Uh, I actually quit my, quit my job. I'm not worried about going in anymore, and um, I, I let my car go back because I'm not even worried about really leaving because I don't have a job now. And um, so, I, I guess really the only thing I'm super worried about now is uh, that my my dick is like so raw. I, I can't. Uh, I, so now, like, okay. I can't, I can't do it anymore because I've been doing it too much, and now I'm starting to worry about everything. Uh, and it, so I don't know if I, I think in the terms of side rule A, it should be mentioned that you use it with caution. Uh, don't end up like me and uh, quit your job and and um, uh, have a have a raw dick. Nobody enjoys a raw dick. I'll tell you now. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, I guess maybe you can retouch on that. And um, how many times is it okay to clear the chamber? You know, uh, is, should it just be once before the date, or, or can it be like ten times a day? I mean, obviously, it can't be seven because I have a very raw dick and. Uh, so maybe we should scale that back to three or four times a day or, or maybe once before the date. Uh, just let me know um, what is a, a good um, number on that. And uh, also, uh, if anyone's hiring. So thanks. Bye. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah. How many times is an acceptable time in a day? Well... Unfortunately, Mikey G, I don't know how many times to not get a raw dick. All right. I'm going to manhandle this one. All right. All right. And I'll be here for commentary. So. And eating. You should definitely scale back uh, by half. Um, here's the thing. Like, okay. You should clear the chamber before the date. But I will also say this. Okay. If you are that full, which apparently you are with uh, that much. Uh, you know man um, juice yeah um maybe you should excuse yourself during a date too and and clear one out absolutely not yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I, I think i think we're on to something here um cuz you want to keep that clarity the mm -mm. entire time but you definitely need to scale it back um also don't don't quit your job because you were masturbating too much um but luckily there are many places hiring so mikey scale back by half at least. And then maybe, uh, you know, if in a situation for dating, definitely do it beforehand. And then maybe once during <laughs> alone in the bathroom where no one else can see you, because that might scare off uh, potential dates. And also um, jail time. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you worry about that, though, Mikey, from all your voicemails. So, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, there's creams. Uh, and stuff you can probably put on there, you know, to help with the, the rawness of it. Or just keep your keep your hands off of it for a day. You know, give yourself time to recharge. Maybe, you know, grow back that layer of skin that you've whacked off. I'm nervous to know what that even looks like. I don't want to know. Please don't send pictures, Mikey. Uh, we're good. But if you do, uh, send them to the squirrel line. <laughs> Yes, because send it to the squirrel line <laughs> because Doug won't know this is happening until after the fact. Yeah, yeah that would be great. So, uh, yeah. So normally we say check, please. And then Doug gives us a rundown. So 
Do you want to do the rundown? Check, please. All right. So for D, we determined we don't know where Doug is, and he's been kidnapped. And if you know where he's at, you know, call the squirrel line or email us. Uh, for R, we talked about relationships and how Abby has a really great marriage, and it works for her. Like, they have it working. And I commend that because I've not been able to make one work. <laughs> uh, for A, we talked about New York, the Big Apple, and Abby's adventure in it. And we got to try some different treats, like the Big Apple Donut, the Black and White Cookie, and different colored M&Ms taste better than the ones that you get that are probably seven years old. <laughs> Which you agreed with. I do. Uh, for F, we played a game where we talked about sharks and that I know very little about sharks, but I am better well-educated in sharks now. Uh, for T, what did we talk we about? We talked today? about doing a, a top movie franchise. Oh, yeah. And we're going to watch the Harry Potter movies because Doug's not here to say no. And for Y, we learned that beating off seven times a day and getting a raw dick and quitting your job and just not caring about things is probably not the way you should go through life. So scale back by half, and in a dating situation, definitely do it beforehand, and if you're that full and loaded, maybe excuse yourself to the restroom and tug one out real quick. <laughs> so as always, questions, comments, concerns, call the squirrel line, 765-242-5978, email us, draftyq at gmail.com. Also, or find us on Patreon at draftyq. So I think that's about it this week, so... Protect your nuts. <laughs> <laughs>